Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Today's episode of the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast is powered by FinClub and their artificially intelligent stock picks. With nearly 90% accuracy for the first half of the year, you'd be crazy not to try FinClub stock picks while you can. I mean, before they get bought out by one of the big Wall Street banks, because their technology really is that good. So head on over to tryfinclub.com to get nearly $1,500 in bonuses just for starting your free two-week trial. So join the club, the Fin Club, to get nearly $1,500 in bonuses just for starting your free two-week trial at tryfinclub.com. That's tryfinclub.com. Hey there, 10 Traders. Today I have a special guest on the line, Eddie Gabor. He's the Common Sense Bull. He is the co-owner of Key Advisors Group in Delaware. Hey, Eddie, thank you so much for coming on the line today. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance by Redwood Media Group, founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com, Christopher Ewell. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, I, I'm, I'm so glad to have you back again. I was uh, I was talking to several people about having you on, and I was saying, that Eddie guy, he's pretty sharp. Can't wait <laughs> to talk to him again. So here we go. Get the opportunity to do so. Thank you. So recently, uh, we just had one of the largest down days ever on the Dow Jones. It was 800-something points, which was in the top five. And so I wanted to reach out to Eddie and talk to him today. What are some ways that traders and investors can navigate volatile markets like we're in right now without losing their shorts, right? That's kind of what my thought was and why I wanted to bring an expert like Eddie on today to talk about that. So, Eddie, um, you know, give us a, a brief introduction of, of who you are, what you do, and, and you know, let's start talking about how, how traders can avoid the, the volatile markets out there. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. So I'm the uh, co-owner of Key Advisors Group in uh, Lewis, Delaware and Dover, Delaware. I've got a business partner, Doug Ferris, who runs our Dover location. And we manage wealth for financially independent retirees. That's our main client base. And so navigating through volatility is crucial for us because we have their life savings in our hands. And if we make any major mistakes, you know, the last thing I want to do is tell someone you have to go back to work because that uh, means I'll be out of a job. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the interesting thing here when you're navigating and I've been doing this for over 20 years and we've seen lots of volatility in that time period between the tech bubble burst, the real estate crash, the Great Recession. And now here we go late cycle and we're starting to see quite a bit of volatility and some warning signs in regards to the inversion of the yield curve and there's a couple things we try to educate investors on number one is there's nothing wrong with having cash as part of your allocation couldn't agree more <laughs> especially now you know when you hear these pundits talk about asset allocation i rarely hear them talk about cash and right, right now with the inversion of the yield curve you're actually getting paid a little bit something for cash and let's face it Investors have had a heck of a run the last 10 plus years. If you have to have a third of your portfolio in cash and be patient and sit on the sidelines, it offers you the opportunity to be able to jump on the dips because like the fourth quarter last year was a great, great example. Oh, yeah. 
you know, when you see those disconnects in the market, you have to kind of sit back and see, do the fundamentals support this drop or does it not? If it doesn't support the drop, that probably means you can put some cash to work. So having cash and ammunition to be able to buy dips right now, I think is crucial. I think anyone that's overweight equities and they're retired or close to retirement should have cash sitting in their portfolio, number one. Number two, don't be fully invested. When you're fully invested in equities, it doesn't, you don't get to take advantage of that opportunity. And that's where I think investors kind of get a little bit undisciplined is they enjoy this big ride. And let's use technology, for example. Technology and growth stocks have far outweighed value when you look at the last five years. Yet most investors, before we meet with them, have never rebalanced their strategy. So now they're overweight a particular sector. And when that sector goes down, their portfolio is so highly correlated to that sector, they get clobbered. So managing your correlations is crucial and rebalancing is crucial. And I would say another point is don't ignore the warning signs. You know, right now there is an inversion of the yield curve. And look, I'm a bull. I've been a bull for a long time, but I started to have become a little bit more cautious coming into this year after the first quarter we had. Again, stepping back and taking a common sense approach, which is why I guess I call myself the common sense bull. When you have a run up like we had in the first quarter, you have to ask yourself, is this sustainable for the rest of the year? Do I want to be greedy and continue to ride it out or do I want to take some profits, sit it on the sideline and be patient? Even if it takes a year, patience is one of the most difficult things for an investor to be, but it's part of that discipline of bringing value to your portfolio. And so we, it's a tough thing to do because you have to remove the emotions out of it. And we're human beings too as wealth advisors, but we do. We, we put our blinders on and we just really look at the fundamentals. And right now the fundamentals are showing some warning signs. And anytime that happens, I think it's better to err on the side of caution, especially when you look at where we are in the cycle. You've made a lot of money for quite a few years. What's wrong with sitting on the sidelines for a portion of your strategy and just wait and see how things unfold? Because I think you'll find fantastic opportunities as this volatility continues to increase. Right, right. So a lot of people at this point, they'd be saying, well, well, Eddie, I get it. Well, maybe the market will go down. I want to take advantage of the market going down. Where where are they going to go look at? Or would you still say, hey, look, cash is absolutely a great asset class. And I, I preach that all the time. Um, I, I was just saying the other day, you know, some of the best trades are the ones you don't make. So, you know, what what do you think as far as somebody who's looking to take advantage of downside moves? Are they going out and buying puts or or what are your thoughts here? You know, again, I think if you're going to take advantage of the downside, all right, having cash affords you the opportunity to do that, okay? Uh, for our client base, to make a bet on short-term moves, if you're wrong and you don't have that hedged, that can completely derail your financial situation. So when you can look at your financial situation and say the upside of the market does not help you as much as the downside can hurt you, that kind of tells you where you should be from an allocation standpoint. So we're not big on making short-term bets on market moves because as you and I both know, if we truly knew exactly what was going to happen day to day in the market, as much as we love what we do, we probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. That's uh, true. <laughs> so it's all about statistical probabilities on where you think the market's going to go based on fundamentals without putting yourself too far out there with big bets. And again, that's where people get hurt is they have a strong conviction on something and they go all in. And when you go all in, there's no room for error. So I like to have room for error. That way, if you're wrong, 
you can buy it back. But to mm-hmm. my point earlier, if you're fully invested, you can't take advantage of that dip. Oh, yeah. That makes total sense. So to you, what do you feel would be some of the warning signs that you're looking at? You're lo- you, you mentioned um, the inversion of the yield curve. Um, I saw recently that the price of bonds has like skyrocketed all of a sudden. Um, you know, gold's doing its thing as well. What, what to you is, is that red light, is that warning sign that people are looking for? So I do track interest rates very closely. And right now, that's the biggest warning sign that I see. Why is the 10-year note under 1.6 if the economy is booming? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say right now, domestically, the consumer is very strong. Okay. So I'm not here being very pessimistic about our economy. Our economy has been strong, uh, and, the, and the consumer is probably stronger than it's been possibly in my lifetime. However, when we're a global economy like we are today, and you look at overseas, and overseas is basically in a recession, Eventually, some of that has to spill over to the U.S. no matter how strong you are domestically. And there's a saying in our business that says the bond market's smarter than the stock market. Mm-hmm. And right now, the stock market is telling us that there's nothing to worry about. Yep. And the bond market is saying, hold on a second. We are inverted. Why is a three-month treasury note paying nearly 2% and you can go out 10 years and only get one six? Mm-hmm. Something, again, stepping back, putting blinders on, forgetting what the pundits say, look at the fundamentals. Something is wrong there. Who's right, the bond market or the stock market? And if you're not sure, again, being cautious right now is going to be is going to serve you well. That, that's incredible advice right there. I, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway from this conversation here is, you know, trying to time the market. It's a fool's game. I've done it and I've lost a ton of money trying to do it. I know a lot of other people out there who who are, quote, always short. And, you know, as you've seen over the last any number of years period, being always short is a terrible idea. Um, But, you know, where we're at today is certainly a more volatile market than it was just a few months ago. But then again, not quite as volatile as it was at the end of 2018. However, we're starting to see, you know, those bigger swings in the market, right? Gone are the days, at least temporarily, where the S&P moves two, three, four, five points. I, re- I remember there was a stretch of time. It was over the summer one year, and and I looked at my phone. And I swear it was every single day the S&P was up two. And I was like, is this just how it works now? It's just two? Like, okay, that's easy. <laughs> but now it's, you know, the S&P's up 50 one day and down 108 the next day and up 37 the following and down 80. And, you know, anytime... Uh, I talked to uh, Steve Burns about this before. He's been on my podcast. We talked specifically about that. When you're in a bear market or reaching towards one, you're going to have the biggest swings you've ever seen. And, you know, that's where the advice that Eddie's talking about here really comes into play of being cautious, right? There, There's no reason to, uh, to jump in front of any moving bus, especially when the bus is going 70 miles an hour both ways. So... That, that's exactly right. And, you know, you made a point earlier, you know, some people will follow certain analysts or whatnot or certain pundits. And I think it's important to understand where they're coming from. And what I mean by that is if someone is always bearish, no matter what the fundamentals are, and then someone's always bullish, no matter what the fundamentals are, you got to kind of take their advice a little bit of grain of salt. You want someone that's going to look at it objectively. OK, so, again, when I call myself the common sense bull, that doesn't mean I'm always bullish. You know, last October, I was on Fox Business and they were asking me, you know, they said, Eddie, you're always a bull. What are your thoughts? And again, at that time, I said, look, we're getting a little bit cautious, going more defensive. We're being a little looking more at balance sheets. And it kind of took them by surprise a little bit because my that, that point, I wasn't so over the top 
bullish because again, I was looking at fundamentals. But then in December, when you look at certain stocks down 20% in a short period of time and the fundamentals didn't support that, that's a time again to be extremely bullish in my opinion. And here we are again, 2019. We've had a heck of a first quarter. Time to take the brakes off a little bit. The other thing to remember, we still have trade out there. We have Brexit out there. We have an election coming up next year. We have a Fed that we have no idea. Right now, the market is pricing in possibly a 50 basis point cut before the end of the year. Mm -hmm. What do you think the market's going to do if they don't deliver on that? So there's a lot of what ifs out there that if they go wrong, could cause a lot of damage to the markets in the short term, which is another reason why, again, I think being disciplined, a little bit cautious here is warranted because next the next 12 months, I think, could be rocky. Yeah, great point. Well, Eddie, thank you so much for, for discussing all that. Uh, this is uh, this is absolutely why I wanted to reach out to you today and let the audience know, um, you know, just, just what we're looking at here. This is not an opportunity to just go all in, long or short, uh, but this is an opportunity, like Eddie was saying earlier, to have cash be a part of your portfolio, have a little bit of uh, hesitancy, maybe a little bit more uh, discretion on what your trades are. And I know personally, I am like, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on more cash than I usually ever do. Uh, I mean, like a lot more cash than I usually ever do. So, yeah, I, I'm a proponent of exactly what you're talking about right now. So. Uh, that that's everything I want to cover today, Eddie. Where could uh, where could people find you at to reach out to you or, or maybe learn more about uh, Key Advisors Group? Well, they can find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Common Sensible, and you can also go directly to my website, which is keyadvisorsgroupllc.com, and I'll be happy to communicate with anyone that has any questions. Perfect, Eddie. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. This has been honestly a true pleasure to be able to to talk to you again. I, I really enjoy having smart people like yourself come on the podcast and, you know, just give your insights to, to the audience who may not be totally aware, right? May not be as involved in finance as you and I are, but they want to be. And this is the kind of stuff that's going to help them, uh, you know, trade faster and trade smarter, like I like to say. So, it's Eddie, thank pleasure. you so much. Thank you Perfect. for having me. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for tuning into today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and enable notifications. So you never miss any of the tools, tips, and tricks that we upload every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, did you realize that you could get the secret weapon that every investor needs right now to start changing your financial future for free? Yeah, that's right. Just head on over to triplestockprofits.com and download your free Triple Stock Profit System ebook today. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, who is content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. 
TimAndStockTrader.com and Christopher Yule are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit TimAndStockTrader.com slash legal. Thanks for stopping by.